0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Yet again, folks, it is I, your friendly neighborhood moviegoer. And today, I wanted to talk to you guys about the latest film that I went to my local AMC to sit down and watch. And that film is the critically acclaimed, festival circuit darling, The Whale. The Whale stars Brendan Fraser. If you guys don't know who Brendan Fraser is, you've seen him in such films as the Mummy franchise from the early aughts you've seen him um, as recently as Doom Patrol if you subscribed to HBO Max or DC Universe for those of us who remember you've seen Brandon in George of the Jungle in the 90s. The first time I saw Brendan Fraser in a film was a glorious comedy by the name of Encino Man. <laughs> One of my favorite films to watch as a kid. Man, it was funny. Pauly Shore ruled the 90s. Uh, but that, I believe, was uh, Brendan Fraser's uh, first film. If I'm not mistaken. I could completely be wrong. IMDb is not a checkpoint for you guys. Because IMDb sometimes has incorrect information. So, I say all of this to say, Brendan Fraser has been around for quite a while. The film was directed by acclaimed auteur Darren Aronofsky and Brendan Fraser shares a screen with Sadie Sink, Hong Chow, Ty Simpkins, and Samantha Morton. To give you guys the synopsis on this film, this is The Whale it is the story of a reclusive English teacher who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. What this particular synopsis fails to mention is that this reclusive English teacher suffers from severe obesity. And this attempt at reconnection with his estranged daughter is is, his one last chance at redemption in life. (sighs) To give you a little bit more uh, predisposed context here, I'm gonna give you the Rotten Tomato stuff early. I didn't read any of the reviews, uh, either audience or critics. I know that um, Brendan Fraser has been lauded for his performance in this movie and how he's make, how he's able. To make you feel. The Rotten Tomatoes scores read as follows. The critics at 147 reviews are at a 67%. So not great. But the fan score is at a 94% with fewer than 50 verified ratings. The the film was released uh, in limited release on December 9th in the bigger markets that being New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. If I'm not mistaken it showed in less than a hundred theaters And it's per theater average was $60,000 per showing. And that's a record within itself for the year of 2022 for a limited release movie. So people really wanted to go out and watch this movie and watch this heavily. I don't even know what word to say. Outside of Lauded, but this really astounding performance by Brendan Fraser. Now, for my thoughts on the movie. I didn't know what the film was going to be about. I didn't have any background on it. Only background I had was just all the, uh, the, f- can you call it fanfare? More or less the promotion that the film was getting throughout the, uh, the festival circuit and the critics saying very positive things about Brendan Fraser's performance. I didn't have a necessary feel for the overall mood of the movie um if it was well shot well directed things of that nature so I'm going to get the the uh the cons out of the way first the biggest con for me yet again folks i'm speak for nobody else but myself is the following in 2022 for a movie to be showing in a in one of the dolby theaters at any movie theater it's beyond me to understand why a movie would be filmed in the four three ratio what does that mean by majority if you folks don't know when you watch something in widescreen, it's in the 16 by nine ratio. That's heavy black bars and the rectangular picture you see on a screen. That's 16 by nine. That's usually how we watch movies outside of the Dolby, the Dolby atmosphere or the IMAX fair, which takes up an entire screen. Now IMAX, is of the 4 3 ratio, but it takes up the entire screen. So it's just stretched out. It's a stretched out picture. I mentioned this to say 4 3 as a ratio is what we we'll remember if you're old enough to. The kind of picture you would get on an old school tube television that's how movies were made back then they were made for tube TVs eventually to be watched and theater projections um, were more or should I say they were taller than they were wider back then so when I went into this film and this is strictly technical and the movie starts I say to myself This isn't 4-3? That's odd. For a film that was shot within the last two years. But whatever. It threw me off. It was a con for me. Second con. I'm not sure if it was the projector in the theater. I've been into this particular Dolby Cinema Theater plenty of times before. Never had this happen, but it happened I think two or three times during the movie where within a given scene you see the scene go from not pitch black, but the picture itself goes from light to dark and you see it. It's it's really evident. And within a scene depending as to whatever the the director wants to show us the light in that frame matters. So when it goes from light to dark and you can tell that it's not necessarily done on purpose, that throws me off. I felt like that's something that could have been corrected in post. And if it was something that was done uh, within... Or that 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 happened, or that was caused by the projector. Like something should have been done during the movie about that. But those are my two cons to take away during the movie. If you go onto Rotten Tomatoes or you decide to take a stroll into the different websites of the different film festivals that go on through the, throughout the year. It could be Sundance. It could be the Toronto International Film Festival. It can be the Cannes. Cannes, whatever you want to call it. The French Film Festival. You know, the New York City Film First Film Festival itself. All these different film festivals. Tribeca, whatever have you. They've all showed The Whale this year. And all the reviews are the same. Brendan Fraser was completely amazing. My good people, when I tell you that while sitting in this theater, it was very real to me. The reason as to why it's so real is because it reflects partially not in it's not one-to-one but it reflects partially a relationship that a close friend of mine uh, has with his estranged daughter. And just the severe obesity part hit home. His propensity to always want to apologize for everything hit home. Him just wanting to know You know, what his daughter was up to, how she was doing, how she was doing in school. Always trying to see the best in her and in people in general, but in her specifically. The performance was gutting. It was highly emotional. The word visceral came to mind just because it's so you believed it well I believed it right it just sent, it, it just seems so real and you couldn't help but feel for this man and yet I got another film that I've watched this year that deals with or has the messaging of something that isn't necessarily spoken about often uh, or visualized through the medium of art. And these stories aren't necessarily told. Now, the whale is an adaptation of a play that was written by Samuel D. Hunter. And while watching the movie, the majority of the movie takes place in one place, in the main character's apartment, where he lives, because he's barely mobile due to morbid obesity. this film a few times it mentioned the word disgusting and eventually during a certain part of the film the word disgusting became not personified by Brendan Fraser's character but the word disgusting became such a bad word like it took on a characterization of its own and to see just how I don't even know what to say or or what to call it but just to visually receive how a person who could possibly be obese live on a day to day how they consume on a day to day The film, Darren Aronofsky's direction, made it seem so ominous and scary. And just downright... uh, Yeah. It's like every time you saw Brendan Fraser scarf something down, right? You didn't know if that was gonna be his last bite. And mind you, the quote-unquote eating scenes were used in the movie, not often, but when they were used, they served such a purpose for you to understand what would trigger him to go down these manic eating spirals. You know, no, you wouldn't know, but and I wouldn't know either because I'm not in that position, but it just made it seem that it was just a very strong battle with depression that he was having and this depression led him down this road of morbid obesity and he had dealt with a specific trauma in his life which led him down that road Brendan Fraser's Performance was outstanding. He made me believe every single part of it. Sadie Sink, who played his estranged female daughter, I've never experienced such a pissed off, angry, and just gave absolutely no fucks about anyone else and their feelings I've never seen a teenager in a movie perform or portray a teenager in that way she (laughs) man it was yeah, you would have to watch it to understand what it is that I'm trying to convey. Like the way she treated her father, the way she treated her mother, the way that she manipulated situations, how she spoke to people. It was just, oof. it was heavy, man. It was heavy. Brendan Fraser's best friend, Hong Chow. She was also a nurse, and she was also the sister of Brendan Fraser's partner who had passed away. She was an enabler. And a lot of us in our lives know people like her she means well she wants to take care of him but at the same time she's enabling behavior that she knows is going to hurt him and in this case uh end his life uh man (laughs) I tell you this film it just empathy is a word that's used a lot in the description of uh, how we should feel uh, or how we should uh, process Brendan Fraser's performance in this film yeah I walked out of there and I said the first thing in my head was you can't help but feel for this man and that's what you walk away from you know in this film you just walk away with that at least least for me I couldn't help but feel for him man And would I recommend this film to everyone? No. But for people who are looking for a way to understand why there are those. On this planet, who feel that there are some people out there who are truly amazing and those that believe in the goodness of the human spirit? This film's for you. If you're jaded, if you're cynical, if you can't deal with understanding how the other side lives this ain't for you but if you want to understand how humanity can be something special if you want to feel that if you want to at least get an inkling of it somehow some way you might want want to look into this film the whale um So far, if I had my pick, and I've seen a ton of movies this year, folks. Best lead actor in a movie. Brendan Fraser's running away with it by a mile. No ifs, no ands, no buts. I've seen a lot of good performances this year. Nothing, com- nothing compared to this. So, with that, I leave you. <laughs> I've been going on long enough. But uh, that was my experience with the whale. That's uh, my point of view. My feelings on it. Thumbs up for me certified fresh from me A plus cinema score f- for me um, but that'll be all for now folks come Thursday night Friday morning I would have already watched Avatar 2 The Way of Water that will be my next recording and review so look out for that later on in the week and I believe if I'm not mistaken I don't have another movie um up until uh the 22nd of December which will be me taking a a hack at Babylon and then before the year ends The Broker which is another Korean film and probably something else too I'm just forgetting what right now but I'm just letting you guys know ahead of time anyways folks as always thank you for listening and tuning in give a guy a follow give a guy a like if you like what I'm talking about here and how I'm presenting stuff. Have a good one, folks. I'll see you on the flip. Stay well out there.